Hey guys, we're ending this season with the good, the bad, the ugly, and lessons we learned during the pandemic. We want to thank everyone for hanging out with us and for their support so far on our podcast. This is Peter, the student marketer, and with Fet, Today, we're talking about the lessons we've learned during the pandemic, our podcasting journey, and how we're going against the grain. With all that said, you know, let's hang out. All right. All right, man. So ending season one of our podcast journey. Oh man, it's been a journey. It's, it's crazy. <laughs> um, but before we go to the end, we always have that beginning, right? So let's, uh, let's take it back and let, let's, let's, how did this quarantine start for you? Yeah, I'm going to take it a little bit back further from the quarantine because to give people context, Trent and I started hangout talks. We were just I think we were at DU at the time. We've told the story a couple of times on the podcast. At DU, we're just hanging out, just thinking of doing videos just to prove, improve content for ourselves. But we're just like, at the same time, we were joking about it, like just thinking creative ways to do stuff. And then we started doing a couple of videos, but then for time and everything, it didn't really work out. And then coming to this pandemic, I think at the time, yeah, I know for me, like it was, it was a crazy time. Like, Right around the time we, a couple of weeks before we started, I was grinding with work, do, doing a lot of that until I think midway through March, sort of like, oh, we're, we're, we're laying you off. And I was like, crap. Like I was, I was like, okay, there goes, you know, my financial stability. I was freaking out. I was, to be honest, like a little, I was stressed out. But at the same time, I was like, okay, how can I find ways to keep my mind sane? Thankfully, we had the podcast. That was one of the things that kept my mind sane and going. So I started to do the podcast with Tret. We were figuring out ways to like, okay, how can we do this kind of remotely without having to see each other continuously right next to each other? So we thought podcasting was a great idea. You can sit there, hang out with us and talk with us at the same time while you're in your car, at home, or you're cooking, or whenever. What about you, Trut? How did your quarantine start? Oh, man, yeah, since so she took it back. Uh, it, it was uh, during that time, it's like I was finishing up another quarter of class, which was one of my toughest quarter in my master's. Uh, I was doing that full-time. I was teaching at um, after-school programs for dance, um, teaching at the kickboxing studio, and any other side projects I had going on and we were meeting up and doing these projects. Um, and of course, Mr. Goodall, the blogs and everything going on that. Um, and then just one day, it was pretty much that week. It was like in my head, I was like, man, I need, I probably need to take a break. Something here. And like, this is, this is getting a lot and boom, everything happened. I was teaching one week and then the following week school closed. And, and at first it was like, maybe extend this up spring break and then it moved on to like, now it's still been close. It's summertime. And um, so I don't teach after school program. Uh, the kickboxing studio, we went remotely. Uh, we only meet in the studio once a week or uh, just meet in the studio just to film. Um, so that got reduced and just everything else. School was still going. So that was still paying for school. Uh, so financially, I totally get you on that financial part. And just this journey has got took that turn, you know, like uh, – Oh shoot! How am I gonna get finances for this, or how can I 
where can I focus on? Like, uh, I, I still remember in the studio that one that night before we shut down everything, we had to tell our members to like, Hey, uh, we're not teaching. We had to shut down for, uh, f- we said four weeks, but it ended up being like months. So yeah, that, that was kind of how it started. And we're still going though. We're still going. And I, I guess like, um, what, what'd you do during your quarantine? Like oh, during your, yeah. For me, like what I did was, I know it was a rough start for me because I took like a good, I would say like almost like three to four weeks, almost a month. just kind of like readjusting myself. Like I know that whole week of March, we were still going, I was still pushing, but at the same time, mentally, there were nights where I would be drinking whiskey thinking, okay, what's at the same time applying for contract jobs, thinking like, okay, how can I keep my income going during this pandemic besides jumping for unemployment and stuff like that? And then of course, and that with like other paperwork bonuses that were still coming in, there's a whole headache. Um, so I had to pretty much think of for like, what, how can I pull myself together? Then finally I ended up getting a couple of contractor jobs as a marketing consultant, which, which helped me a lot. So that kind of like eased my mind in the back of, myself in a sense and then from there I looked at myself in the mirror one day and I was like damn I'm chunky like I pretty much just shot up back to like 190 and it kind of clicked in my head at that time like I do I want to be that dad in the future when I'm like 40 50 where I'm I have that dad bod if you will I was like no I don't want to be that dad I want to be the dad that looks when my son or daughter whoever walks into the house they know you don't mess with this dad because he's freaking jacked or he's like, he'll, 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 te- he'll show me what's up. So I was like, okay, like, and plus it's for health reasons too. I was looking at myself. I was like, no, I'm, I'm, I'm gaining weight again. So I started working out almost, I had a whole schedule for myself working out pretty much almost every day with one rest day. I pushed myself to do at least two hours every day if I could. I dropped right, well, to give a context, right now, I'm sitting at 178 pounds. Right right now, that's in, there's a drastic jump from 190, and that took probably what, two months, one uh, and a half months. Okay. So, Yeah, uh, absolutely, man. Like, that's, that, that's just a great example of being used, taking advantage of every time, right? Just like the time that you are allowed and focusing on stuff that you can't control, right? Like, absolutely. Uh, Another thing, big thing I learned was from all of that, I mean, I started hikes as well, which I think really helps kind of your mentality a little bit more. Like it kind of, you step, like you kind of take those things for granted, your health and giving yourself time to step away from being the nature and everything, especially with everything going on with the pandemic and stuff. Yeah. What what about you, Tred? Like, have you any challenges or or things that you kind of like push yourself through change during the pandemic? No, absolutely. Like it, it, it's going to sound funny, but uh, I took up walking, you know, like <laughs> took, yeah. I, I walked my dog. We have a Mount Me mix um, and I was walking him a lot more. It was like once, once a day, like uh, before that it was like once, like every, like twice a week, maybe once a week when we can get to it. Cause it was just like the constant of running around, coming home, dropping stuff off, get ready for the next one, eat, go to the next one and then come home, do homework. And then by that time it was like nine o'clock at night. Um, so it, it, we took up walking something as simple as that, like something you just didn't pay attention to, I guess you want to call it like, uh, we took walks in that 
no, not as strenuous as hiking, but at the same yeah. time, it, it is give you that time to think, right? Just walking around the neighborhood. Mm-hmm. Uh, from that, I was able to, it's funny, like I've lived here for a long time in the same place and then uh, talk to my neighbors who's like maybe a block or two down, like just talking to them, like walking by one day and this guy was like, hey, how's it going? And it was just like, what? I don't even know you. Uh, but we started talking and it, it was cool. It was cool to like meet new people and uh, or just meeting people that you haven't, haven't had the chance to because you're just constantly running around and then that's the thing is that's great because i think i learned i I felt that during hikes too like i think especially all of us when you hike nowadays what i encourage is stop using your phone besides if you want to take pictures limit that as much as you can and actually notice the people that walk by you they're always like hey hey that's something you don't see normally in the city. So that was kind of like a good lesson for me. Once you step outside, people are still treating you the same. So don't let all the negativity of this pandemic drag you down. Don't make you f- yourself feel like, oh, I have to be careful, everybody. Just say hi them to them normally. And then from that mentality, whenever I, I go shopping for food or anything, I have a mask on, of course, but I still try to think like, oh, how can I use my eyes to be like smiling, smiling at somebody? Yeah. Like, oh, like, oh, hey, like, or like at least talk to them as they're normal friend, or like use your hand to wave. Be like, hey, and that's it's a big lesson because we in the city, we're so busy and wrapped up in our own lives that we forget to say hi to people. And that's how you start genuine connection. Like, like what you said, man, like, uh, of course, like we're getting flooded with media stuff regarding a lot of things. And they're very vital and very important subjects is, I guess, is, as you're going about it too, as well, trying to have paint your own pictures of everything too, as well, like have that of stuff on your own. Uh, what's going on and take that in in combination of everything and and just focus on what you can control right that you can control saying hi to people you can control what you do and how to use this time because we when we're busy we all wish for more rest time well more days off right now like they shut everything down you can't go anywhere (laughs) so everything's on the table (laughs) right now everything like you wanted that rest day i think one of our guests christopher Corey, he said this he was like you know, like everybody kind of like wish, oh, that rest day. I wish I had more time on my hands. And now everything's on the table. Everything's running for, be careful for what you wish for because it's here. Now, how are you going to use it? You know, and that was one of like the, a good lesson that he, I learned from, from him because it's true because he was like, you know, like now that you have all that time, what are you doing with it? Like, are you jumping on watching Netflix every day or you're drowning yourself? Like, oh, I'm sad. Like I'm depressed. I get it. Some people handle stress in like the pandemic different ways. But for me, I took it as like, okay, like I have all this time. What can I do with it? What can I do to challenge myself every single day to step up? And for me, it was working out, being more active. Heck, I've never climbed before. I've never ran three miles before. I pushed myself to like work out. Seriously, it started like body compositioning all the way to like 12 mile hikes like it was the limit i was like okay like how can i push myself to be different how can i change my whole lifestyle during this pandemic yeah a lot of changes man like i i guess some of the good things that we've oh i found i guess we'll go back and forth on the good is yeah, this no uh mine is uh sending boundaries is uh sending boundaries as saying no to stuff that is not pertaining to your future goals or whatnot like some stuff here since there is a lot of time, yes, but how you use that time, you want to use it wisely. And some things are that comes up that you're, hey, this is doesn't go with what I'm trying to do with my goals. I'm going to say no to it. Mm-hmm. 
and it's okay. It's okay. Um, there's some things, of course, there's opportunities that you want to look into and if you need more time to look into it, then ask for more time to look in for those opportunities and set boundaries. Uh, communicating through Zoom, communicating through online, stuff like that. Like now, like uh, I'm a big face-to-face where everything I do has been teaching in front of people and um, everything's in front of people, right? Going to class and that's where I get biggest motivations or like my comfort zone is. But now like I'm uh, talking to everybody via Zoom or like trying to communicate more via email, discussion boards, et cetera. But that was good and bad because I'm trying to adjust and that's the bad part of just like the face-to-face interaction. Yeah, no, Um, I feel it. I'm a very extroverted person, like Trent knows. Like, I, I don't seem extroverted, but like, I'm, <laughs> I'm, I'm very like reserved. But once you get to know me, like, I'm always like, I like to be out and about. Like, so just being inside, it drove me nuts. So I was like, okay, I'm going to go run. Like what, are, like, what are you doing right now? I'm running. Or like, I'm doing something, you know, creating content or being Zoom. You don't get that. It's like you're trapped in like a, cage for too long and you're just like oh man i'm drained yeah um there's so many articles out there regarding zoom and how it drains you or just online meetings in general how that just drains you it's a different preparation um and just and the other good thing is i found it it was just like i i went back to educating myself more and pushing myself more towards stocks right like during this time like like i said like how you're taking advantage of this time like there is the good and there is the good bad but so I focus a little bit more on stocks and use the books I've read uh, by Peter Lynch and just um, I'm, I'm comfortable investing my own, but I'm not comfortable of giving advices in that sense. Oh, no but, worries. I'm um, in the same boat as you. <laughs> I can't, I can't teach you. They're like, like, how do you do this? I'm like, well, everybody has a different way of investing. That's, that's the thing. Yeah. 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 It's different ways of investing. So I, I've been, and that leads to like using what you do have, not what you don't have. Like focusing on if you have if you have stuff already laid out, like utilize that. Don't look go out and look for more new things to use or yeah, start using stuff around the house that you've been sitting there for a while. No, exactly. And that that's a good point because that, that reminds me of patience as well. That's patience for me, I think, is a huge thing. Because like again, it goes it kind of plays into like what you have and what you don't have. You know, like I, I think it goes back to our roots where both of our parents kind of grew up with, they came here with nothing. Like, so they, they, they definitely maximized on that idea of like using what you have, not focusing on what you don't have. You know, like, like I think with this quarantine, it kind of teaches you that like being patient, like what you want will come, you'll get it, you'll have it. But right now, focus on what's in front of your face. And that goes into kind of like, kind of like a bad but good topic that I think we talked about is comparing. You know, like I think that that is a huge thing that I kind of like in a way meditated on every single morning because we don't realize that we do that every single day. Like we'll, we'll look at that person. Oh, I want to be like that person. Look how far that, that person's got. But you can only compare yourself and get so far. It's a good kind of kickstart. But at the end of the day, who are you doing it for? Are you doing it to compete with them or are you doing it to change yourself? That's a big thing. Yeah. And it just goes in line with like all the people we've met through mm-hmm. podcasts. And I know Caitlin dinner mentioned a really great thing when I brought up like comparison game and she was like, and I said, uh, some people may feel like they're behind. Right. And then she was like behind in what, like comparing what, like 
what are you behind in like compared to that person like it so that that was a good because you're like man like man i'm so far behind because this person is doing this um not really fully understanding where they have been um or haven't shown yourself compassion of i've made it this far maybe it's not as far as them just yet but i made it this far for myself i should be proud of that and pat myself on the back Shoot, sometimes I go and like my own stuff on Instagram. I have two accounts and I just like my own stuff. <laughs> sometimes you just have to pat your own back, man. Like, oh, it- no, absolutely. <laughs> absolutely. And it, it goes back to like, like you just mentioned, like Caitlin, what she bought is a great point. Even, even like the other people like Ben, Ben Fritz that we talked about on, one, on our podcast, he said kind of the same thing, you know. Honestly, your whole life, you're living like you're in a dark cave. There's no light. So who, who, who's there for you to compare with besides the people that you created inside your own mind? You think you're comparing yourself to them, but are they comparing themselves to you? Do you want to live their lifestyle or are you living your life? You know, like it's like that dark tunnel. You're picking up stuff along the way. You're like, okay, how can I use this? And then keep, keep moving forward till you find the light at the end of the tunnel. You know, and like, especially it was like, even with other journeys, like, Christopher Crory, he sat with his iced tea for like hours and days just to get like to land that his very first contract. And that took patience, you know, and like with Christopher Crory, it's, it's an amazing story to me because it teaches you that patience. Like even the story told us like, you know, I only had enough money to buy five suits so I can wear every day. Then I had no money in the bank. So what do I do now? I'm just going to buy an iced tea sit in a bar and then meet people. And it was not like the first day that he got people. It took days and six hours every single day. Yeah. And he went to, he sculpted out the bar that has the most um, high rollers, or if you want to call it like the, everybody that was like the, the, elite. Prestige, the elite. Yeah. Elite of New York that they go and hang out. So he, he did his research, had patience. Like the other part is like going against the grain, right? Like, uh, if you notice through Facebook or anything like that, like uh, if I fall into this trap sometimes too, acknowledging, you know, like people get more congratulated on getting a promotion somewhere, which is not a bad thing, uh, promotion somewhere versus somebody going against the grain. So there's like that high, that really big end of the spectrum as in like when some people start their own business, we don't get the same acknowledgement like other people do, uh, like as compared to getting promotion in a job. And I've, I've got asked like people, pay for that like uh, what do you do exactly oh okay well that's cool i guess for starting your own business that's fun i guess um true i know i've gotten that for sure like i because for me i went on started my own business several times and people were like oh like they're just they're like okay that's cool but automatically they associate that with a low-end job they because right the first thing everybody sees because i think all of us are mentally conditioned to like that doesn't make money or you, it's a startup. You don't have any money in the beginning. Which is true. Which, risky, <laughs> which is true. It's risky. You know, it is risky. But, you know, it reminds me of people that I've seen during the pandemic that have pushed the limit of this was Elon Musk. You know, like he started with PayPal. Like he, that was his, his baby. And then he left and through different financial decisions, he had no money. But that, that was like against the grain. Like he was thinking differently from everyone and people criticized him for it every single day. They're just like, you're an idiot. Like, like you have no money. Why are you doing it? Heck, even I still 
I still get that like every single day. Like, why do you start it? It doesn't make any money. Look at Elon Musk now. If you drive a Tesla, it was made by him. If you look anywhere in space, heck, he just launched the Dragon shuttle during this, all, this whole pandemic craziness into space. Like, that took time and effort. And as with everything, not, not that like having that promotion is wrong per se. Like, it's great. It depends on what your life journey is going towards or like how you, you structure your life journey. And it's never a straight path. If you want to go that straight path, that's fine. There's nothing wrong with that. But it's, it goes back to respecting everybody's life's journeys and not judging them, which is critical. Yeah, and just acknowledging, just have the same enthusiasm when your friend's like, man, you're starting a business? All right, cool. Let me, exactly. can I post your stuff on Instagram? Can I help you on that? It's all free. Like there's many posts going around. It's like, uh, it's free to promote your friends. It's free to like, share your friend's work it's a lot free to like say like your friend's starting this like anybody knows this like it's free to do those things it doesn't cost money Um, with everything now you have the time to do it like we always make excuses i don't have time i'm busy i'm work i'm like it takes like a second to say congrats yeah 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 and just share it if we can help each other by that and help push that um we may see a lot more small business we see, we may see more people taking more shots and more chances. Like, uh, I'm so excited for most of my friends that are like, Hey, I'm going, I'm, I'm doing it. I'm going for my masters. And I, I, this is what I'm doing at the end. So that, that to me, I'm like, Whoa, yeah, man. Like it's, it's yes. Great. Like financial situation is tough right now, but if that's what you want to do, and if everybody's against you for some odd reason, uh, but that's you feel it in your heart, and then you feel that's right that you want to do and pursue that career. Then by all means, you know, like of course, be financially like that part, like plan it out. Like don't just of course. <laughs> don't just do it just to do it. But um, make sure you have your time plan out because if you got to go full full on, be be ready to have people encourage you and have, be ready for people like why um, why are you doing this? Like why are you learning that? What are you trying to do after that? You don't have a family yet are you married what are you have kids hey everybody's on their own like with everybody we talked about uh we we got a chance to talk to and hang out with during season one like everybody had a different path everybody's going differently uh we have everywhere from life coaches people in medical field um all the way to a high-end real estate and our good friends too like we had them on um that we learned so much from. So we have so many. No, and it's good because I think that was, I think it's a good overall lesson, you know, like that we're on our own journey. For me, I, I like this whole pandemic time. I was thinking for myself, it's like a letter to yourself. You know, it's that letter that, hey, like right now I have the time in the world. Like I said in the beginning, how would you want it, your future self to look at yourself? You know, like, by the time you look in the future, for example, how do you want your kids to view you? Do you want to be that really active, healthy parent? Or do you want to be that parent that shows the kids like, oh, I want to buy luxury material. I want to have the money. I want to show you all the riches. For me, I look back like I don't, I'm the person that I don't care about the riches. I don't want that big house. I'm not comparing myself to anybody. I want to show my kids how to be course secure financially but at the same time live a healthy lifestyle 
but being a good person too. And what does it mean by being a good person? Stop judging people. Stop comparing yourself to other people and hating people just because you compared yourself to them. It goes into big thing like learn to forgive other people too. Like it's fine. We're human. We make the mistakes. Yeah, no, uh, absolutely, man. Like it's just while you were talking about that, I was kind of, before we talked about this, I was thinking about that too as well. Um, Leverage your future self. It's, I guess for me, like to have, for my kids to understand, like um, to deal with the ups and downs and things will change. A lot of changes happening and some things are, you can't control some things you can't. And I know it's very cliche in that sense, but more true now than ever. Uh, The only certain things you can control and are you got to be pushing through or you got to let that control you? Like, are you going to control that moment or just let everything else affect you and make you stop and then wait? Um, Wait is tough for us when we're like constantly want to do things. Uh, There's certain time to wait, but sometimes like I feel like when I wait, things are just passing by and things are getting improved or people other improving and I'm kind of just sitting here right? And just waiting for it yeah. to be ready or I'm waiting for myself to be ready. Like uh, CJ brought this up and was like, I, I just did it. I just jumped. Like I wasn't ready for certain things. I just did it, find my way through it, worked it. And I'm here. Oh, and it's very true. Cause I think like for me, like, you know, like your whole, for my, my whole life, you, you know, like you're always like struggling. You always want to be productive, you know, like, and, and that's kind of like the trend or the culture that we kind of established for ourselves, trying to be productive. At times, there's a, it's okay to be unproductive. And just going with that trend, learning how to adapt to what you have. Again, like just kind of going back, back to what you were saying, like just, just do it. Like I know you're stressed out. Things are going to hit you in the face really hard. And you're like, damn, I, I hate my life. It sucks. And it, it kind of goes back to one of the topics that we talked about in our podcast. Stop blaming other people. It's not them at the end of the day. It's you. Stop blaming things. It's a big, it's a big thing. Like, you know, like what would you, you know, do in the future? Like, it's, it's you. You're living your life. You know, like that's. I mean, that's at least the thing that that I see too. Yeah, and it's blaming is we're going back to what you can control. Like, uh, exactly. I, I I can't blame somebody else for. Um, not meeting me in person. <laughs> I can't control no, exactly. There's certain things. Like I can't like, okay, well, something I need to adjust or uh, improve, take time to improve, right? Like mm-hmm. um, focus, reflect more. Um, talking about reflection, how you put those into action and things you reflect about, make an action plan out of it and be ready for next time how you deal with certain situation. It's the perfect time to reflect. Yeah, and it's, uh, speaking of reflection, this reminds me of a great thing too. Like it's just, for me, like my whole, to give you context, like my whole life is people, I've been judged my whole life, both from different races and everything. It's because like I've, I'm, a dark, I'm a darker skinned Asian. So people are like, oh, you're not Asian. Like you're Spanish, something different, you know? But overall, just reflecting in general, just for me, I think the biggest thing was, you know, like you, once you're comfortable with who you are and learning, focusing on you instead of the negativity that everybody else gives you or compares you to, then they're not pushing you down. You're excelling yourself. You know, like it's, it's, I think that's the biggest thing that everybody struggles with is that insecurity of loving yourself. And how do you love yourself? For me, I found the biggest way is to forget 
about the little things about what people say. Ignore them. If they don't love you or who you are, like forget it. They don't need to be in your life. That's that's the honest thing for for, like, for me. Right people, of course. Yeah, they'll say love you. Like they, I like you for who you are. Yeah, yeah. The, through this, I, I've been just like there's always like a prove people wrong kind of thing. But exactly, I. I adjusted that because i want to prove the people that ever always believed in me prove them right um prove myself right knowing i i can push for this and knowing i i'm strong enough to do so uh and for the people that always had my back like do it for them so i i kind of shifted that um because i was so much of my life was focusing on oh i'm gonna prove you wrong but at the end of the day they don't have much they're not part of your life right like the people that you're trying to prove wrong of course they're already starting out stating that they're not got to be that part of your life anyway a yeah. good friend in your life so why focus on them focus on the people that's always had your back um, like, even for me I, I that's a really good point because i even know i do that sometimes i think i always like try to prove somebody wrong but the funny thing is there's sometimes people inside my family who i'm like I, i'm gonna prove you wrong parents yeah is a good for me is a good example i'm like it's you know going to my field business Every other agent's like, what? Like, I'm going to the medical field. So right away, I'm judged by that. I'm Asian. I'm going to the business field. You're like, oh, he's not going to make money. Heck, like even this example of girlfriends, parents, they've always told me like, oh, you're not good enough for my daughter because you're a marketer. What is that? Like, sounds like a business thing. It's stupid. Like, you're not going to be financially safe for this person. But, and I always tried to prove them wrong. I was like, I'll make you you learn that you know, I'm a better person. I'm the best person that your daughter has ever met. But through this pandemic, what I learned was, you know, like, honestly, forget those people. If you're a good person, at the end of the day, when the world goes to crap, like, which it is right now, it's pretty, <laughs> it's pretty much crap right now. It's tough. So, it's tough. Everything's really tough right now. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. So, like, you, everybody has nothing. And they have no job. They don't have financial security. At the end of the day, you realize rather you focus on, like you said, not compare, not like comparing yourself to be better or like proving somebody wrong, but just helping, kind of like proving the people that have been backing you up, showing them like, hey, I'm growing. I'm accomplishing stuff. I want you to see it that I've been growing. I've been proving myself, and those people appreciate it. Just and again, like going back to just doing this for yourself and the people who truly care and love you, even if they have a different perspective, they'll go back and like, oh, you're doing a great job, man. Like, I, I love it. Or like you're improving yourself and they appreciate it. Yeah, they do. Like uh, sometimes they don't say it. It's I don't know if it's an Asian thing. They don't they don't typically say it, but you can sense that how they are talking to you. They they portray it in for way or um, show it in a different way but all in all like uh, yeah do for the people that always had your back um the people that have always been there when you're like called and you're like man i'm i'm dealing with this and that and they're there and then do it for them right like the people that were like be flexible with you when you have stuff you have to do you have homework you have to do and they're like hey no worries go do what you gotta do um do it for yeah. them right like no, uh, it goes back to that in the way it's it sounds kind of corny, but it's like the unconditional love kind of thing. Like it, 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 it's what it is, you, you know, like people who are genuinely your friends who care about you, 
people who support you, they in a in a way they love you, and it's it's very it's very clear that they're not always like criticizing you. They're kind of like in the background. They're quiet most of the time. Yeah. But at the same time, they're here, and they're like when you do accomplish something, when they see you in person, they'll tell you like I'm proud of you for what you've done. Yeah. Yeah. No man, like and. Before, with everything that we went over today, like, what are you gonna continue doing, and what are you not going to do? Oh man, there's a lot of things that I don't want to be <laughs> moving forward. <laughs> and for sure, I know that I don't want to be behind a desk for like hours a day, and that I don't want that to be like the image of me, the guy behind the desk. That's for sure. <laughs> I want to be. If I do ever do come become like um coming out of this pandemic. I'll be behind a desk, but I'll limit my hours and actually be active. Continue working out, of course, as I said before, that's for sure. Pushing myself and challenging myself and my body in every way I can, while I can, because I, according to one of our good friends, Eugene, Dr. Eugene Choi, like he's, you're going to have so much time before your body starts to break down and you start having different diseases. So always pushing for, for your health and then, yeah, I guess I keep challenging myself in life and understanding through this journey, it's not going to be straight and just being patient and my, you'll get to that goal eventually. What about you, Trent? Oh man, that's uh that's good, man. I like that. You tied everything all up. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, you know, like continue to set those boundaries, you know, like I, I, I love, I'm a person that loves to take opportunities and I'll say yes to a lot of things and jump right into it. But, uh, it's not always good because I have to make sure that I said no to certain things and because I have a goal in mind that where I wanted to go, right? Like if that is not helping or contributing to that, and then I should think about it more. And most of the time we'll say no to it, continue to have those boundaries and people will respect you more for it. Be like, uh, cause they understand you set your limits in certain things, not, um, keep pulling you certain ways. Um, work fitness is always huge. Always keeping up with that, no matter what, adjust to online workouts, adjust to something, go on hikes or adjust to that. Um, you know, map out a plan. Like I, I know it it's, sounds weird, but even mapping out more in details, like where I want to go next couple of weeks and mapping out all these things. So I've, I've learned to use the planner uh, for the last year. I know I'm 31. I got to this point and I'm finally using it. Back to the middle school days, I started doing that too. I was like, damn, like I, I feel old. <laughs> yeah, I, I never used a planner before. I've used a calendar on my phone and schedule things in, but like a, a planner as in like to um, strategically map out how I'm going to execute certain things to lessen that stress on myself towards deadlines. And yeah. I found that very helpful and I'm going to apply the same to my life um, with everything going on. I need to keep going with that what I'm not going to do is, uh, um, give up simple as that. I'm not going to give up, um, adjust, 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 be patient. I'm not giving up on what I would like to do and what love, what I love to do. And, um, no matter what is going on, got to keep it going from there. Stop comparing. I think that's, that's the biggest thing for me. I, I realized I didn't answer the question. Stop comparing. <laughs> yeah, no, no. <laughs> yeah. The, sure. comp- I think that should be all on the list, but you know, like sometimes just at least have that self-awareness of like, Oh shoot, I'm comparing right now. Okay. I'm going to step back. No comparing, no judgment. That's, that's a lifelong change and kind of like push. And that's a lifelong journey to get to that point. It's tough. 
That's it tough. is. Um, but for today, thank you so much for season one, everybody. Thanks so much for all the supporters, feedbacks, the the likes, the the joining, the respect that we have gained, all the guests that we have had. Each one offered just many insightful things. So if you listen to this and you feel free to go back to each one and listen to all our other ones that we have tremendous guests, um, great people too as well, and that we are looking forward to meet once we get out of all these things. Uh, in the meantime, please make sure to like, share, um, hangout talks, rate on all your listening channels, podcast, Spotify, every other platforms. Uh, please follow us too as well. Reach out with any questions. Mine is Instagram handle is Mr. Good underscore all. Mine's Peter underscore the suited marketer. And we're looking forward to seeing you in season two, which will drop quickly. Hopefully to see you soon there. Thank see you, so you soon, much. guys. Appreciate you for everything. And remember, as Christopher said, join us. Not follow. Join us on this journey. Hang out with us during this podcast. Absolutely. We'll see you soon in the next episode.